Hi, everyone, and welcome again to the Jason and Peely Project. I am so excited because I am with PodMax Global today. We are streaming with them, and I am so excited to be a part of this group. And they put me together with the amazing Jamie O'Connor. Jamie O'Connor is, you know what? I am going to actually let her tell you about what she does because she is fantastic. Hi, Jamie. Hey, Peely. How's it going? So So good. (laughs) So glad to have you. Like I was telling you before off camera, you're my new best friend. Please tell all my listeners why. (laughs) Well, I think it's because you mentioned that I really like to focus on helping people build brands. Um, And for me, that doesn't mean uh, pretty colors and nice logos. It, it really is talking about who you are in a truly authentic core way and who you want to be speaking to in that authentic way and building trust and relationship. And I do that mainly uh, by supporting my clients on the paid advertising side of things. So mm-hmm. handling the Facebook and Instagram pieces, but I've um, built brands myself. This is my, my agency is my fourth business. So I've owned my own e-commerce stores. I have helped um, product-based businesses grow to seven and eight figures. I've worked with the NCAA and NFL before. Um, I like to joke, I actually took the entrepreneurship red pill before I was able to know better. Um, <laughs> selling. I saw, I saw here you start, you started selling scrunchies in the fourth yeah. grade. I probably, yeah. you know, if, if there had been an internet in the fourth grade, when I was in the fourth grade, I'm sure I would have bought them from you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was to my classmates and my, I think it was the yeah fourth grade class. I would like sew them at home and, and <laughs> tell them to my, my friends and my classmates. I had no idea at the time that I was like, a little entrepreneur. Uh-huh. Um, I think I also started, I had a little shack in my backyard um, and I set up an office when I was 10 and I created like a mom's helper business so I could like watch her while, while mom was home. So I apparently, it was just like born into me, I guess. <laughs> so I love this. So you were a born entrepreneur. You have helped so many people along the way build their brands. Let's dive a little deep into that. So say, okay, you bring me on. We have a great conversation about how you can help me. How would that conversation go? Yeah. So, you know, we work with brands and companies that, or I guess I should say first, we work with companies that want to build a brand, that want to, that want longevity, that want to build something that actually has a legacy behind it in whatever way that means for you. So I don't work with people who are drop shipping out of China or like want to be a flash in the pan because I don't feel like I can make an impact and a difference in my own world if, by helping people like that. I want to help businesses that are trying to create an impact themselves. So First and foremost, that's usually where any conversation I have starts. And I'm a, I'm a really big believer in what I preach, which is authenticity and honesty and transparency. And so I'm like that from the very beginning, <laughs> whenever I'm talking to anyone. And, you know, if you're not there yet, because we focus on the paid advertising side, if I'm just starting to talk to somebody um, 
I'll be really honest. Like if you're not there yet, then I'll give you the resources you need to figure out how to nail down those pieces of your business, your brand to, to take it to the next level so that you can actually be successful when you start to invest money in getting the name, your name out there. Because so many people want to do that as their quick fix. They want to, they want to, you know, start spending money on, on advertising before really they're ready. And all that's going to do is expose your cracks and expose the things that maybe show where your company is broken or your product is broken um, in a more accelerated fashion. And a lot of times you can fix some of those cracks, fix some of that foundation ahead of time and then be that much more successful when you decide to like invest money to move the needle. I want to pinpoint the hashtag truths, all the truths that you just laid out for so many people out there. You are so right when you say like, if we were to just jump in new company, even like some of the older companies that have been there and they haven't fixed those cracks. Once you get yourself out there and you get your, I'm sure once they have a conversation with you, you get out people in a very, very big way. If there's cracks in your foundation, if there are, if you don't, if you don't have your foundation set, mm -hmm. I am so sure, like you said, marketing will just show your cracks in a very large way to a very, very large audience. So <laughs> yeah. we have this conversation. You figure out that my foundation is very stable, that I just need to build. Now I need to like make the house nicer. I have the yeah. house started. It's like the, all the sticks are yeah. up. I should know better than sticks, but you know what I mean? The framing's up. For some yeah. reason, my mommy brain doesn't want to work today. The framing's <laughs> up. Maybe I have some plywood slapped on, but you come in. What's the next step after that conversation? Yeah. I mean, of course, this is my favorite time because most of the time, if you're in that place, then you at least know exactly who you want to be talking to. And if you don't, then that's something that we can work through because you've, you, you're like on the edge of it. You figured mm -hmm. it out. So typically when we're at this point, then we are first doing basically a really deep dive brand discovery. I had the amazing pleasure opportunity. I don't know to work with, um, a marketing genius last year and really learn from his guidance and his tactics. His name's Ron Lynch. And he, um, has been behind really some of the greatest like selling and marketing campaigns that have ever happened. Um, he worked with Billy Mays and OxyClean and GoPro. And so I got to learn from him how to really deep dive into who is who is the target market? Who is the persona that you want to talk to? Your avatar, if you will, in marketing speak. Um, what are their pain points? Like what really makes them tick? And what are their aspirations? Where do they want to go? And then how do you loop your product, your service, whatever it is, or when we're working with a client. So if it was you, how do we loop in what you're providing to those exact people in a way that's going to resonate with them in a deep, fulfilling way that they want to work with you? They want to find out more about you. And so that's the first step in our process is we really dig deep into that so that 
we create um, what we like to call our war document, essentially. It's like, it's the thing that you as the client, us as your agency partner, and honestly, anyone else who's going to touch your marketing can use as kind of your lighthouse. This is the thing that's going to guide any decisions you make when you're putting yourself out there in a really public way. And so it guides copywriters and creatives and ad buyers and what kind of targeting you want. And it creates this really cohesive foundation for everybody so that not only are we all on the same page, but we're all moving towards the same targets, basically. So that's kind of, that's the next step that we take. That's usually the first month of working together. What we really focus on, we'll do, um, I guess, one piece that is important is because we're ad buyers as well, we do test this with data. So we test the messaging that we are making the assumption that your target consumer is going to care about and we get real data to prove it's going to work before you go spend tons and tons of money. And that's one of those pieces that we see happen so often is like, okay, I'm ready to dive in. I'm ready to spend money and advertise and make the investment. But we actually don't have anything yet to really prove it that this is what's going to work. So we really take the approach from the angle of being a strategic partner to anyone we work with that we want your business to be successful. We don't want you to dump tons and tons of money in and just see what happens. We want this to be a long lasting relationship and we want your company to be a long lasting company. So we'd rather take the time, find the answers and then say, okay, we've got this. Let's ramp it up. So how do you test the market? Just to dive a little bit deeper, if you don't mind me yeah. asking, because that's no, maybe yeah. I'm asking a little bit of your uh, core secrets. No, you know, okay. So before getting into that, one thing I will say is that, and I think this has been a huge reason why we've been successful in my agency and we don't really lose clients, but also in just getting clients is that I don't believe in hoarding my knowledge and my information. Like I believe. Yes, I knew we were best friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Um, Okay, go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, like we should share the knowledge. There is an abundance of opportunity out there and we share the knowledge. I am not afraid to like share my tactics with people and then you go out and use them because honestly, that's how I got to where I am is learning from people, doing it myself. And that's the type of person I am. So if you are the type of person who's like, okay, I want to try that out and figure out if I can do it, then awesome, go do it. Because honestly, you're not my client anyway. My client is the business owner who doesn't have time and doesn't want to be doing this stuff themselves. So good, go do it. And then come talk to me and we'll have a combo and we'll figure out like who you should go after in the market or how I run my systems in my business. So Anyway, that's total tangent, but my my I love tangents and my my smile. I mean, for everybody that's watching this on YouTube, my smile is like as wide as the screen right now. For my podcast <laughs> listeners, I am smiling really big because oh, my mindset is the exact same. Yeah. Give it all away. Who cares who takes it? Let their ships level up because chances are they're gonna come back 
and level up your ship. So yeah, oh, give it totally. all away. Okay, so uh, what was my question again? It was about <laughs> how we actually do the data testing. So um, thank goodness. You know, this is I think people don't actually realize this incredible opportunity that we have. I mean, you hear bits and pieces about the fact that small businesses have these opportunities that we'd never have before mm -hmm. through these social platforms like Facebook and Instagram and YouTube to get their name out there. But the, the level of information and the level of data and targeting that we have is so incredible. It's beyond anything that we ever could have imagined. Now, there, there's probably some data conversation to have in there that is about how much information is available, but we don't need to have that conversation right now. From a <laughs> <laughs> that, we can we could go down that rabbit hole, and I, you know what, I appreciate it. It's it is what it is now, but yeah, let's let's, let's continue down the rabbit hole we want yeah. to go through. So, so that's the thing is that you know we as as business owners as marketers we can find the right people at the right time now. And so for a very small amount of money, you can take, what we do is called message block testing. So we'll take, okay, we think this is the pain point of the target market. So we find the target because it's available through Facebook is usually how we use it. Yeah. Um, and we'll put these messages just at very low dollar amounts up to maybe 400 impressions and we just see which ones resonate without giving them a call to action, which ones get people to engage in some way, to click on that information. And it tells us, okay, this message resonates, this one doesn't. This solution resonates, this one doesn't. And therefore we can then create kind of a, a bigger picture of what is gonna connect. And then that can guide creative, it can guide copywriting, it can guide camp overall campaigns, all of those things. And you do it for a very small amount of money early on. And oh then you can do it again and again and again. And just, yeah, keep that going. Is, that is amazing. You just clued me into uh, like something that we can both share with the audience <laughs> is Instagram already tells you, if you have a business page on Instagram, Instagram mm -hmm. already tells you which, which posts you do that get the biggest hits. Yep. And I just realized that I wouldn't have put but to put the two and two together for marketing standpoint, unless you had just said that. So people rewind or hit that button that rewinds everything uh -huh. like uh, two minutes back, two minutes back and listen to everything that Jamie just sh shared and do it. Go to your Instagram accounts, go to your Facebook accounts and see what Facebook tells you about yeah. the little, just, little ones. You don't have to default yeah. to action. Like you said, you don't have to spend a billion dollars mm -hmm. and figure out which ones hit. Oh my goodness. Thank you. That's yeah. huge. So let's and dive. So, oh, go well, ahead. One last piece of that is that it depends too on if you're an established business and you already have like raving fans and, and people, you can put these messages or look at your existing posts either way, whichever way you want to do it in front of your existing people mm -hmm. and that's that much more effective because those are the people you already know are your exact audience but if you aren't an established business and you're trying to figure it out you can find two things both what like your what you think your target markets are mm -hmm. and what messages resonate and maybe and i had this happen with one of our clients we did this testing with 
they were so off on what they their target market was. What it turned out, they thought that they were this like weightlifting brand and this like bro hang out at the gym brand, but actually people saw them as a wellness brand. That's amazing. And it was a different market and a different message than they had been spending a year marketing to. So yeah, there's a lot to, lot to glean from that. The thing is, and I get this from, I follow, what's his face? Gary V a lot. Yeah. You don't know what content's going to hit. You don't, you don't know, even if you think your target market brand is something, if you've been putting out certain content that's been hurt, hitting a certain type of person, and you don't know it. That's a huge amount of just yeah. people that you are not targeting and, and helping even more. And yeah. like people like Jamie can help you find that, oh, listener of mine. So listen in for more. So Jamie, take me further down the rabbit hole. Okay. We do this testing. We find out exactly who my target customer is. What's the next step? Oh, man. Okay. So... Um, now we have our messaging, we have our, um, targets and we have our, our, essentially our lighthouse strategy, our war document ready to go. And everyone's on the same page, which is a great place to be. And honestly, if you are looking at working with any kind of agency out there, I highly encourage you to be asking these questions about, are you, how do they make sure you're on the same page? And how do they make sure that they have a really strategic plan in place to help you grow your business? Because um, I have gone through my fair share of agencies on the client side myself, and it was not common practice. And I think every business deserves to have that level of treatment. Um, even, Can you say those questions one more time for the listeners? <laughs> yeah. So I would say asking, how are they going to keep you on the same page so that you all know that you're going the same direction? Um, and how are they going to make sure that you're staying aligned as they grow as a company with you, hopefully, and then as you grow and the directions that you're going? And not all agencies think about the bigger picture that way. They They don't really always look at they kind of can stay very key focus in their area now if you have a team that is able that there is like we have the thing we just want you to do the one small section then great but most small businesses need a little bit more of a partnership than that so i think it's worthwhile to dig into those um pieces of the of that relationship so um basically from this point is when we get into building what we call the full funnel. So sales funnel, um, which, you know, outside of marketing land, <laughs> the idea behind a sales funnel is that you are driving people that have never heard of your brand before. So that's your cold audience. Those are the people that they may be problem aware. Um, they may be solution aware, but they don't realize that you have the solution. So you're introducing your brand to them um, and that is your top of funnel, that's your cold audience. 
And that's how we essentially capture people to come in and get them introduce you so that they're like, oh, I've been thinking about that. Or I didn't realize that that would be a solution, but I'm going to, I'm going to start to like pay a little bit of attention. Then we get into your middle of the funnel. So you're driving anyone who engaged in a somewhat significant amount of way um, in that top. So your top can be, typically it's not your organic posts because your organic posts on Facebook and Instagram and, and honestly on YouTube, if you're putting content on YouTube, um, it's going to people who are subscribers or, or maybe they're finding you via search, but that's going to be what we consider warm. Cold is the ways that you're getting out there, getting in front of people who wouldn't have been following you. So warm audience, this can be that combination of all of your organic. And then on the paid side, we are basically building um, omnipresence for you. So we, we work with people who are willing and want to create content. Um, and that, and we essentially put money behind the distribution of that so that people are seeing many different layers of who you are and what the value is you bring the authenticity and it builds trust. And they're seeing that on a regular basis. And this isn't sales pitches. Now you can drop a few in there when they make sense, but this is really building a relationship with them. So I, I really liken the sales funnel, the advertising sales funnel to dating. The cold audience is the first date. You, you are asking them to grab a coffee with you when you see them in the bar or in an online chat or whatever it is you're gonna do. You're not going to ask them to marry you <laughs> in that very first instance. Now, don't get me wrong. We all probably know some crazy person who like got married in two weeks and like that, that works. So there are those people and you do occasionally have to have those things at the top and at the middle where you're like, Hey, let's get married right now. And somebody out there is going to say, yes, that's, it just, it happens. So you don't want to leave those people off the table. Well, you want to talk to them, but the majority need to go through building a relationship with you. Yes, and I completely so that's agree. Where, yeah. So that's where your middle of funnel, your warm audience exists. And then at your bottom of funnel, these are the people who have regularly been engaging with you. They're commenting on your ads and your posts. They're subscribing to your YouTube channel. They're going to your website. They're doing the things that are indicating I'm really into you and I think we take this to the next level. And then you get to ask the question and you get to make the sale because at this point they want to be with you. They want to see what the opportunities are to actually take it to the next level. And so whatever that is, if you're an e-commerce brand, this is where you are um, putting an ad in front of somebody that just 
added it to the cart, but they, their kid yelled at them and they walked away or they got cold feet or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, And you're saying, Hey, don't forget to come back. We're here, blah, blah, blah. Or they looked at products, those kinds of things. That's what those ads would look like. If you're, um, lead generation or consulting or a digital product, this would be a little bit of that hard sales pitch of like, I, you should get on the phone with you, me because I'm going to change your life in these five ways or whatever it is. <laughs> yes. Now that essentially this is where we build all of that out and we're doing a lot of testing. We use that middle of funnel to do a lot of the testing of, of the messages that we've figured out from that early testing phase. Now we're testing that in a, in a more cohesive, holistic way with, with beautiful creative and video and content and copywriting and all of those things put together and finding the ads that are like taking off. And then those are the ones that we're putting in front of those cold audiences. Because like I said before, if you are, if it's resonating with the people who are already engaged with you, then it will speak to the people in your cold audiences that maybe don't know you exist, but you're going to see that ad and be like, oh, how'd they know? I mean, we've all had that experience, uh-huh. right? We see an ad and we're like, always. Wow, were they just in my head? <laughs> <laughs> how, does, how does Instagram know I need to color my hair? Oh, yeah, because I piss, post pictures all over Instagram. Yeah. They're yeah. just like, yeah, oh. you, you need some hair color. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is that, so now we have this opportunity, right, where these platforms have an obscene amount of data on you. Mm-hmm. And then, we can figure out how and who we want to speak to. And if we have that perfect marriage of, of how we actually speak to the things that you're experiencing and what you want right now, and then we have the platform that puts it in front of the right person, it's like, boom, they get me. <laughs> so and I love it because we've seen it as consumers. We see it all the time on Instagram, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And we see like my, my instance with the color dye. I'm saying that story because I actually bought hair color off of Instagram because yeah. I tried to a couple of weeks ago on Amazon. Apparently Amazon shares their info with Instagram and Instagram knew I needed hair color. And after getting like I wouldn't say bombarded, but I saw a few of their ads. I'm like, I'll try it. I'll go down the rabbit hole. I'll press the buttons. I was like, well, I already pressed all the buttons for about 10 minutes. Here's my credit card. Boom. <laughs> I'll, get my, I'll get my hair color back. Um, yeah. Yeah. So totally. It works. So it completely works. And you, Jamie, and this is for all my listeners, Jamie knows how to do that. All that, because I know you, oh, my listener have been just like me. You've seen that ad on Facebook. You're like, ooh, that's a cute dress or, oh, that's an awesome cologne or look at that awesome put in the whatever and you've bought it or you've at least thought about it and you follow them and you're going to go back to them. And that's Mm -hmm. how people like Jamie do their work. So Jamie- inception into your life (laughs) it's it's an amazing thing i know we could like you said we could go into the whole like data thing but you know what as a business owner and a a consumer 
I'm actually kind of thankful for it. I mean, there's stuff that I'm sure I don't want these people to know yeah. about me. I mean, we don't know personal information about you. So that's good. <laughs> like I said, as a business owner, and I know most of my audience are business owners or are thinking about it or are entrepreneurs at heart. Or you know what? Maybe I have a fourth grader out there that's watching this and they're like, I want to sell scrunchies. The thing yeah. is, like, you need a team and Jamie can be a part of that team. So Jamie, I want to also talk to you because we still have a little bit more time. I want to yeah. talk to you about content creation. Because a yeah. lot of people, I, I know as I was starting to go into the marketing thing and when I hired my first mar marketing professional, we actually didn't get along because they were like, okay, now you have to create all this stuff. I'm like, wait, what? You don't do it all for me? What? <laughs> I have to do these things now? What? Yeah, but, that's a but the common thing is, conversation. <laughs> exactly. But let's talk about the content yeah. creation because I actually love it now. Like yeah. that's, that's, I love creating content. But for those of you, and I know you're out there, mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about content creation from a professional. Yeah. Well, I mean, first and foremost, I relate. So I myself, same boat as you. I love it now. Mm -hmm. I have my own podcast um, that is focused on the entrepreneurial journey and I love creating it. I love being a guest, but for a long time, I was so resistant. And so I empathize heavily with my clients on that front. Um, but the interesting thing is that again, the opportunity that exists right now and really that has existed over the last five to 10 years is pretty incredible for small businesses mm -hmm. to be able to get out there. And what's become really prevalent in this kind of crazy time that we're living in at this particular moment is that the, the playing field is level. We have celebrities literally recording their nightly shows on their iPhones and broadcasting it to the world. So fantastic. It's pretty amazing. So like right now, I think it one, honestly, the playing field has been level for a long time, but for a lot of us, it, it was hard to really wrap our heads around that and believe that to be the case. Mm -hmm. But, it, but now it's like in our face. It's so true that you do not need to have an amazing setup. You do not need to have a, you know, thousand dollar camera or a production crew mm -hmm. or any of these things to create content. That is just, I mean, it's not true. Like quite literally, um, since you have a YouTube channel, like I think I bought this mic um, for 60 bucks on Amazon and I got this ring light for free. Um, from one of my coaches, yes. Molly Mahoney. And like, I'm in my living room. That you, There's nothing that should hold you back. So production is off the table, so that's gone. Mm -hmm. Now, I think one of the things I have found myself and then with my clients that really is another roadblock is what content to create. And what, what sh should I be talking about? What should I be putting out there? And the first thing is something we've already been talking about so much is authenticity. Like, who are you at your core? Why do you do what you do? What is it that you do? Why did you get to where you are? Those are all pieces of content that we can create 
you can literally sit down and write 10 different items in those categories and all of a sudden you have content. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you manufacture goods or you have an office space, behind the scenes type things are magical, how-tos, um, all of those kind of pieces that display your knowledge or display who and what and why you are, those are all things that can create one minute, 10 minute snippets without having to think too deeply about it. And quite frankly, the way that the world works and how quickly we're moving, my biggest piece of advice is like, write down those things, create that list. I actually, I have a, um, a list that I will give your listeners and we can yes. talk about that in a second. Um, or a way, a guide to create essentially your first 24 pieces of content topics. Um, and that can put you in a spot where, okay, now I have 24 pieces, just start creating it because the reality is, is we all sounded off the first time that we recorded a video or did whatever we were going to do. <laughs> I'm sure I could dig in and find some graveyard ones that just make me cringe. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. We, so my we husband and I call ours the dark ages, but it's still totally. mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. They're all still there and it doesn't matter. And you know what? It actually makes you that much more relatable because we've all been there. So, yes. you know, don't be afraid to put it out there. And the more you do it, the better you're going to get. And eventually it's going to seem like you've been doing this your whole life. So that's, you know, and it gets buried. It, we're moving so fast in this digital age. It doesn't matter. Now, I mean, if you get on and you say like, inflammatory things or things those, about your personality that aren't that great. Those things float. Wow. Those don't, things don't get buried. <laughs> those don't get buried. But again, you know, I, I guess this goes back to the very first thing I said, which is I like to work with people who want to leave a legacy. And so honestly, somebody who does that is probably not someone I'm going to work with anyway. And it is what it is. So don't worry about it. If you, your authentic self is a good person that wants to leave an impact on the world, then the biggest thing you need to do is just be out there. Be out there, be authentic, yes. get your message across. And for those people, again, I'm going to come back to this because there's so many <laughs> people who are against content creation. Mm -hmm. You need to create content. If you are, and I believe this, and let me, let me know if you believe this. Okay. So Jason and I have this conversation online all the time. We think everyone's a brand. Everyone is a brand now because you are, if you are on social and even if you're not, you're, you're going to be uh, somehow, but if you're on social, you're a brand. If you try and get a job, people are going to look at your social media content. Yes. If you are a business owner, people are going to look at your social media content. So you are a brand, whether you like it or not. So the content that you are already creating, whether it's putting pictures of your dog, cute doggy, by the way, I watched him <laughs> go around. He's like, mommy's not paying attention. I'm going to go up on the couch. Uh -huh. <laughs> Adorable. Um, what was I talking about? Because I started talking about your dog creating yeah. content. Yeah. And that was a whole content creation on its own. So if you're creating content about your dog, great. That's so cute. If you're creating whatever you're posting, you're already posting content. So why not use that authentic self to push it to just another level 
of positivity and kindness and whatever it is you want to push out into the world. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. Totally. I mean, we hear stories all the time of people getting or losing jobs because of social media content that Mm -hmm. they put out there. So without a doubt, it's true. I mean, I have my husband like is not anywhere on social media except he is on social media because I post pictures of him on social media. So he is out there. Um, and that is, it's, it's true of yourself, but it's true, especially if you're an entrepreneur and a business owner, the reality is, is that one, your customer is already out there talking. You might as well put out there some level of authenticity to control that conversation so Mm -hmm. that people are seeing who you are at your core. And that is just going to create a halo effect around it. And, you know, you can run an advertising funnel without having that content and you can create some like simple ads or whatever, but it's becoming a saturated market. And without that content out there and without that, that piece of it to build off the, authenticity to build authority to build trust you're just another one in the marketplace people want that connection they want to connect with you no matter what you sell you could sell sports drinks you could sell you could sell i don't know scrunchies as i yeah with my scrunchie not really a scrunchie my headband so whatever you sell be you oh my goodness be you and i love this conversation that i had with you i would love to just talk (laughs) and talk about content and marketing. And I'm sure there's so much more you can share, but if you could just share one more thing, and it was the only thing that you could leave my audience with, what would that be? I would say that one of the, and we've touched on this a little bit, but one of the most important pieces and one of the biggest downfalls I see of companies is, is making the assumption that whatever they're selling or whatever they're doing can benefit this mass general amount of people. And one of the best things you can do that will help you create that content and will help you actually be way more successful is really figuring out exactly who you want to be talking to, exactly who you want to be working with and, and speaking to them. And this this is something that then helps you in so many ways because you can answer those questions and figure out what content to say. But you can go on and think about that person like they're an actual human being, put them into a human person that you can think of and create a video where you're talking to that person. And if you do that, if you don't assume that everything is or that your product or your service can help so many people. And if you talk to that one person, you're going to be excluding all these other people. If you, if you get rid of that notion and you really focus on exactly who you want to be talking to, it actually creates so much more authenticity. It creates so much more effect in a positive way to attract the people you really want to be talking to. And it creates focus for you in where you're going with your marketing. Wow. You just spoke into my heart. (laughs) Everyone who's listening, I know I already told you to rewind, but rewind again. (laughs) Seriously, you need to re-listen to that because Jamie just gave you a tidbit of information 
that could change your business right now. Figure out who your audience member is. You're one person. Put a mm -hmm. face to that person. Put everything to the person. What's the person's job? Everything. What does the person smell like? And talk to that person. And it will attract people because now you're being so authentic because you're having this one-on-one -on -one conversation with your audience. Thank you so much, Jamie. This yeah. is the best conversation. Before I let you go, let's talk about two, I think it's two things. How can people find you and yeah. where, can get, where can they get those 24 content topics? Yeah, for sure. So um, for your listeners, I've created this uh, page, this guide. It's at inspiredfocusdigital.com slash jpproject. And if they go there, I have a guide that essentially walks them through 24 questions that they can answer that essentially will create 24 pieces of content um, and essentially get the, the ball rolling to be able to have all of this content. And on there as well, if they do want to find out a little bit more or take it to the next level, they can um, book a call with my team to just talk a little bit of strategy. So I encourage you all, click on the link. It's going to be below. And give Jamie a call, even if it's just to have a 10-minute conversation about marketing. She's going to up-level your life with one phone call. And I hope, I hope this gave you so much, so much value because I know it did for me. Thank you so much, Jamie. So much fun. It was such a blast talking to you about this. And for my listeners out there, I am so grateful to you. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please rate, review, subscribe. It would... I would hug you for that. And thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on the Jason and Peely Project. And again, thank you to Jamie. Bye now. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day brings us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check this out. Can't wait to see you.